Welcome into No Punt Intended, presented by Club Fantasy. I am your host, Joe Zolo. Joining me, as always, Joshua Hudson and Ryan Weiss. Gentlemen, how was week seven for thou? <laughs> Definitely could have been better. Okay. i say, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, to be honest. So I was a top three scorer in our Dynasty League and still lost, so Perfect. I am happy about that. Exactly. That's precisely what you're looking precisely for. Precisely so. what we're looking for. Um, that is productive struggle to a T right it, there. It's unbelievable because I started Randall Cobb and Deshaun Jackson and still managed the third most points thanks to Jamar Chase, Jonathan Taylor, Kyler Murray, and Kendrick Bourne's electric passing touchdown. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, man. Jamar what Chase. The hell? My, my, my favorite I... tweet. Well, my favorite tweet, not kissing up to the boss. Joe Bryant said, imagine what Jamar Chase could do if there were white stripes on the ball. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was about to say, God, I, I hate that he doesn't catch enough of those balls that are being thrown to him. Yeah. I think I think someone put a video out of every route that he ran. He was open on every play. He's like, incredible. He was, uh, open on every single play. But can we also talk about the fact that T. Higgins, I think, had 15 targets on top of what Jamar yeah, Chase that was, did? Yeah. Like... That team is gross. And, and rest in peace to Tyler Boyd, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. my uh, was was it was either last week's show or on starts a different day. I had said, not this year, but next year the Bengals will be yeah. in the AFC Championship. And now you Tell might me. be right. I, and I called. I said, yeah, I thought, early, yeah. Well, yeah. that's funny. I said, uh, I, I remember like freaking out, like you were making a bold prediction. And now all of a sudden, that doesn't feel bold for 2021 at all. So. No, no. Yeah, definitely was wrong about them. I thought they'd come out a little flat, um, just you know, seizing the moment. Maybe it's reverse. Maybe the pressure gets on them towards the end of the season when they try to close them out versus earlier in the season. Who knows? I don't know. The rest Man, of that division, really good. Rest of that division Sucks. is sketch. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with with Baker hurt and even the way Baker's played when healthy hasn't been great. But I mean, the Browns have a ton of talent. So I say, to be fair, we team. haven't really seen Baker healthy because that original injury happened in week two. So, yeah. yep. All right. Let's dive into some Thursday news. Oh, news about Thursday. Yeah, that was, <laughs> it was very confusing how the person who typed this up worded it, Josh. Shut um, up. Thursday news. <laughs> if you'd read a show sheet before we go on air, you'd be okay. I literally saw you typing this 20 minutes ago. Shut up. I saw you typing this 20 minutes ago. Um, Devontae Adams, who is vaccinated, has been placed on the COVID list. He needs two negative tests within 24 hours of each other to come off of the list. Um, he didn't travel. So unless but, he makes a surprise appearance tomorrow, midday, he's out. Um, the lizard, Alan Lazard, who's unvaccinated. He's also on the COVID list as a close contact out for a minimum of five days. So obviously out Thursday, yeah. uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling is still on IR. So eligible to come off though. So. He's eligible to come off. Yep. They haven't taken him off yet. Randall Cobb season, baby. So it's Randall Cobb season. Um, Equinemius St. Brown. And Amari Rogers. Amari Rogers. Yeah, rookie third okay. round pick. I have already taken the Cardinals minus six in that game. Yeah. So I have already if, bet the Cardinals. If I already am down on Rogers, if Marquez Valdez Scaling doesn't come back, it, this could be a very bad game for Aaron Rodgers. So. Yeah, they I, showed it, some of his stats against Arizona, and he's been absolutely lights out against them. Yeah, I'm really, really curious to see. Yeah, I was, I'm curious to see how this. You mean how this mean, takes place? You mean the electric sixty yard hail mary to Jeff Janis? 
in the divisional round they of the playoffs. They better see what he's doing right now. They need him. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, call him up. Uh, call Buffalo, get Jake Kumaro back. <laughs> only, literally, only then to be ruined by a throw completely across his body, Carson Palmer, to Larry Fitzgerald to bring it down to the three-yard line and then a shovel pass to the legend himself to finish the game out. But Lazard, Adams out, MVS potentially out. Their wide receiver one could be Randall Cobb going into tomorrow. Uh, J.J. Watt also ruled out, but he's with a shoulder injury. Uh, Chandler Jones is back, though, and will play for the Arizona Cardinals, so that's big for them. Weekend news. Uh, Miles Sanders exited with an ankle injury. He got carted off, correct? Like It wasn't like a walk-off-the-field ankle injury, so... Um, he is, uh, unless, unless it was just that bad in the moment and it magically healed, um, odds are he does not play this week. Yeah. They're yeah. saying that it's kind of a week to week thing, but they, uh, it's ankle injuries. They're yeah, they called it a mid ankle sprain, not even a high. And they said it oh, just looked awful. so much worse than what it was. So. Well, I mean, at that point you'd rather him just broken his ankle because <laughs> an ankle sprain for a running back is terrible because especially well in fantasy, because they could be active and then yep. take five Which carries. Which we saw with Kadarius, Tony. Yeah. He it, was out within like two plays. Yeah, it, out within two plays. But it's like, again, with, with a sprain, it can just linger there forever. Yep. <laughs> Whereas if he just broke it, you knew, okay, he's out four to six weeks and he'll yeah, be back. And he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that, it, it kind of sucks for him. Obviously, if he sprains it in the offseason, it is what it is just stay off it. But in season, it's kind of tough. Uh, Josh Jacobs, uh, same game, exited with a chest injury, uh, but Raiders run a bye this week, so it doesn't matter. You weren't going to start him anyway. Darren Waller, late scratch against the Eagles with an ankle injury. Uh, he's on a bye in week eight. Shout out Foster Moreau. Um, Tyron... So real quick, I just want to point out, we did have a question come in on our uh, Twitter account about Waller, like kind of pivoting, and he said that Cole Komet was out there. And I literally pointed out, I'm like, look, Komet's a solid pivot. He ended up with like nine points. But I was like, honestly, roll with Foster Foster Moreau. This team planned to incorporate the tight end early and often. This was a late scratch. They're not changing the game plan. Foster Moreau is going to be heavily involved. 18 points. Yeah, and it's not – I mean, he's not the athlete that Darren Waller is, but he has the hands. He very clearly has the hands. On his rookie year, he had, what, like four or five red zone touchdowns? It was the Lixers, and he went with your advice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, it was, it was funny. My brother and my dad both FaceTime me simultaneously, one from upstairs, one from downstairs asking me, Hey, Darren Waller's out. And I was like, and it was, it was, uh, I'm just like, roll you with whoever you FaceTimes out Foster Moreau. That, that's yeah. one of the few instances where I'm okay plugging in the backup and saying, Moreau's all right, good. we're good. Yeah. If it's late like that, Josh, you hit it perfectly on the head is they're not changing their game plan. They went into that game planning to throw to Darren Waller. Now they just have to throw to someone else. Yeah. And well, and to and I, I, Chris Molina I, out of the chat. <laughs> Our president dad right. joke master. That's good. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Hang on, we gotta put this one on the screen. Want Moreau's out advice. That's good. That's good. I will say, I told them to just they had they already had tight ends on their bench, so I just told them just plug in the tight Money end guy. you have because they play at the early slot, and if Waller's out in the late slot, yep. you're screwed. And they that announced cost, it. that that certified cost people fantasy matchups yes. because they they left. I I saw a guy left C.J. Uzama on the bench to gamble on Moreau. So healthy, healthy players and two points are better than unhealthy players and no points. So always, um, 
Terod Taylor activated off IR, um, so he can technically play on Sunday. Uh, Jonu Smith left with a shoulder injury. No real news on anything with him. Uh, Zach Wilson, knee injury. It's the PCL, which is one you rarely ever hear of. It's only a two- to four-week injury, not super huge. And a corresponding move, the Jets trade for um, former Super Bowl MVP. The um, elite. Elite Joe Flacco for a conditional sixth-round pick. Can you imagine you let go of Joe Flacco, and then you have to trade back for him for a sixth-round pick. Yeah. How how Jets is that? Exactly. Um, that, that's Malcolm, the Howie Roseman special right there. Um, Malcolm Brown left with a quad injury, and he's on IR. Uh, for those of you that didn't know, Malcolm Brown plays for the Dolphins, because I just yes. found this out as reading it. Um, <laughs> if he hasn't played a, I think he's played like two downs this year. And then a trade. More than that. It's hey, a trade. A oh, trade. Yeah. yeah. Trade. Literally happened right before the show. I was going to say, I'm like, when did this happen? Because I yeah. have not, I didn't hear about it. Um, Mark Ingram, now back in New Orleans. Awesome. Cool? <laughs> I don't really know. Well, I mean, they've had to give every carry to Alvin Kamara for the last two weeks because of Tony Jones being on IR. They just need somebody to do something. So I thought Taysom Hill was uh, running back. He's out too. He missed okay. yesterday or oh. Monday or whatever it was. Tough. Didn't know that. All right. Well, I don't, I don't pay attention. I, li- I didn't watch it down on the Monday Night Football game. Nope. Nobody's going to fault you for not paying attention to friggin' Taysom Hill. Yeah, I I don't care. That I Monday really... game was so bad to watch. Oh my god! I saw I saw a DK Metcalf at an 84-yard touchdown in the first three minutes, and then the score yep. ended 13 to 10. I was like, yeah. oh, interesting. Um, what? <laughs> well, it's funny. It's an awful game. Alvin Kamara went bananas. Bananas. Another one of those that I went in with three leads on Monday night and lost because of Alvin Kamara. And he scored one touchdown too, right? Yeah. 10 catches, 112 yards, I think, and, and a touchdown. It was a ridiculous game. Um, but what's crazy, I it's insane to me how many leagues I'm in where I end up playing the same friggin' guys every week. So it's one guy who just gets to destroy me every week. And this week it was Alvin Kamara. Play in less fantasy leagues, I think, would be my That's, advice. I'm starting to lean that way. Yeah. Play in or less just do better. Leagues. Do better also. Do better, Ryan. Do better. Also a fantastic thing. Okay. Here we go into the three ups here. Josh, you got the Bengals uh, saying that they are for real. Um, we were talking in pregame how I had said something about the Bengals making the AFC Championship next season. And then Ryan said they very well might be able to do it this yeah. season. So shout out Cincy. Uh, DK Metcalf, you say your process of fading him was sound. Uh, Lattimore, Saints D, they shut down wide receiver ones. Uh, and he only had two targets. It's just that one target was 84 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> and DK Metcalf's career-long touchdown of his career. I mean, you can't do anything about a career day. Like, but career that's not, like it wasn't even like a career day. He literally only had two catches. His career long. Yeah, yeah but it was his yeah, career, career long. long. Yeah. Like the moment I saw that, I was like, and I lost another one. Are you crazy? <laughs> that's what that's without bonus points. But I mean, like the first sentence was, I know I'm a freaking idiot for yeah. baiting Metcalf. I mean, you were right though. Like you said, you're, you, know? you were technically right. Because if that's a, if that's a 14 yard stop, all of a sudden, yeah, it's a completely different game. Yeah. That's, um, that's a 15.4 point play. Yeah. And that's assuming Not, there's no bonuses. Yeah, that's uh, assuming no bonuses over 40 yards or 50 yards for a touchdown. So, like, in some leagues, that's, like, almost a 20-point play. Yeah. So, tough. Um, and then, yeah, big shout-out, Khalil Herbert. What a guy. 
honestly. Yeah. Um, Josh saying you convinced me he's one of the top 15 best running backs in the NFL right now. Bold. Uh, and a side note that three short running backs. I said average- you can convince me. Yeah. Okay. So, Josh, because you've now opened the door to the question, are we worried about Monty now? I mean, you've always been Look, really I, I mentioned this before. They're, they're still losing. What's the point of bringing Montgomery back? Well, because we had one of our regulars, and I apologize for not remembering who it was. It may have actually been Elixirs, but it may not have been. Ask if Monty's in a timeshare at the end of the show, and we all violently shook our heads no, and now it's maybe not so violent. I, I mean, I at really the end know. of the day, having two really good running backs in the NFL is not a bad thing. Oh, it's great for the Bears. Yeah. It's terrible for fantasy. But Matt Nagy's not going to do anything with him. Exactly. He can't even craft an offense for a mobile quarterback at this point. Well, yeah. Matt Nagy's also can't no. think with his brain. He just doesn't think. So whatever we yep. think he's going to do, he'll do the exact opposite. Yeah. So uh, an honorable mention to Marshawn Lynch. Saying he just doesn't care. The only highlight from that Monday game. <laughs> so if Marshawn was looking to join the He's show. watching that formation like, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden, I was just gonna say, like, all right, we got to go. <laughs> if, if Marshawn is looking for a show where he can do shots of Henny and say, Let's go, brother. Let's go. <laughs> we'll have you, bro. <laughs> Happily. We'll add you permanently fourth host. <laughs> yeah. God, I love Marshawn Lynch. He's amazing. Um, Brian, this is a first. Uh, first up to the National Weather Service <laughs> um, for calling all that, that San all Francisco that coverage on that, what they call it, a bomb cyclone or cyclone bomb or whatever for that yeah. storm. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, put three player props uh, in for Ryan, both quarterbacks under 200, JT over 60, set an easy $100 he won. Yep. Uh, also, you have Elijah Mitchell and Dearness Johnson for making Joe look bad. Don't worry, I'll address that in my three ups. Um <laughs> And <laughs> it's victory lap season on the week eight preview. Yeah, it is. So. It is. Uh, and you said seriously, though, what the hell with uh, Trey Sermon? Zero touches. What is that? Is that is that is a Kyle Shanahan special. Because you know what? You know what's going to happen next week? Elijah Mitchell will have two carries. That's what's going to happen next week. That's that's the Kyle Shanahan special right there. Yeah. Um, and then you have Alvin Kamara and DeAndre Swift being the best receivers on their team. Um one of my ups has a bone to pick with you about the Lions receivers. So let me second here. Um, my first up, I have Kendrick Bourne for having more passing touchdowns to a wide receiver through seven weeks of football than Cam Newton did in 2020. <laughs> I'm not wrong. I am not wrong. Kendrick Bourne has more We're not more laughing because touch- you're wrong. We're just laughing because it's funny. <laughs> Kendrick Bourne has more touchdown passes to a receiver through seven weeks of football than Cam Newton did through seven weeks in 2020 and Kendrick Bourne has thrown a single pass. Yeah. Love it. Um, Brandon Bolden for scoring more points than Elijah Mitchell. You didn't have to spend a hundred dollars in fab to get Brandon Bolden. Certainly not. And Khalif Raymond checking in with 115 yards on six catches. Electric stuff. Jalen Ramsey, my ass. He did make a good interception though. Um, (laughs) Yeah, he did make a good interception. I will give him that. It was very difficult. Um, but I, I mean, did you, so you, everyone saw Rams interception, right? Yeah. How fucking atrocious of a pass was That's that by saying. Jared Goff? It did. It didn't even want to be a spiral. It looked like this. It, was, it looked like a butterfly trying to regain balance. <laughs> it was, a, it was awful. Um, okay. We'll quickly get through these three downs here. Cause we have, uh, we just have one question in right now. Don't worry. We'll get over to you. JV on great vid. 
I hope I said that right. Um, <laughs> downs. Uh, it's weird because Josh and Ryan have two of the same, so we'll address them at the same time. Uh, both of you have Sam Darnold. Ryan saying no explanation needed. Josh saying this time it wasn't Adam Gase's fault. Um, <laughs> I got sucked in. I owe so many apologies to so many people. <laughs> well, let's see. We got <laughs> yeah. 42 minutes. We got 42 minutes. Let's go play in time. Um, Ryan and Josh also both have Patrick Mahomes, which is kind of roped into my thing as well, but we'll get to mine in a, in a little bit. Uh, Ryan, you said for being Sam Darnold-esque, and Josh <laughs> saying someone called a mechanic, he's broken. So, aggressive. Uh, Josh, you have Calvin Ridley as your third down, and you basically asked the question, at what point do we worry about him? 40% catch rate on 10 targets last week, Fifty, basically 60% catch rate throughout the season. 5.4 yards per target this year compared to, oh, oh and 9.1 yards per reception this year as well. Um I mean, it's basically in terms all, of yards per low. target. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of yards per target, it's almost cut in half this season. Um, so tough. Uh, Ryan, your third down was Kyle Juszczyk. Zero. Sorry. sorry I would Luke. just like to point out Ross Dwelly <laughs> with more fantasy points than Kyle Juszczyk. Yeah. Pow! I, I How Kyle many fantasy me. points? <laughs> How many fantasy points? Oh, he had like one and a half. Yes. Well, I was like, none. <laughs> you, you check you check with zero touches. Yeah. I got to stop with these crazy calls because it has killed me on the two I've made with David and Joku and Kyle Juszczyk. Both put up goose eggs in those weeks, Yes. Right? Yep. Yes. <laughs> both had zero touches. I don't, actually, I think they both were zero. When in doubt, Ryan, just say no. Just yep. say no. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to stop taking big swings. <laughs> well... If you, Ryan, see, you have to learn from the master of big swings. Okay. My three downs. The Chiefs. If only someone told you they were going 11 and 6 this year. If only someone told you that. Because they're really on track to do that right now. Yeah. Are, are you sure? Because I'm thinking. I was about to say, they might could be, be worse. 9 and 9, 9, 11, nine, honestly. nine and 8 might be yeah. the issue. Could, could be worse. Um, also, the Bears, if only someone told you not to start Darnell Mooney because Justin Fields would be under pressure all game. Couldn't have been Josh, so yeah, it was me. Was bust. Um, Fields was sacked four times, six quarterback hits, and one pass deflection at the line, along with three fumbles where he lost two of them. I told you it wasn't going to be Mooney. It was going to be Justin Fields. And I, now I think... Matt Nagy's on the COVID list, too. That actually might be good for them. I was going to say, that might be good for them. But I, I'm i going to be honest. I haven't watched many Paris games. God, that's Joe, so sad to say. Yeah. Joe, you hit on this early, and I, I hate to say anything that's going to make that head get any bigger. But Thank you. I, you have to start thinking this elongated release of Justin Fields Terrible. is an issue because he's getting hit more than – I'm damn near more than any quarterback in the league, I would imagine this way, except maybe Patrick Mahomes. He averaged... The offensive line averaged one sack per quarter and one and a half quarterback hits per quarter. Yeah. So so he, he was being... And again, I don't know how many possessions they had, but he was being pressured at least once on every possession. That's that's not good. Like That, that is not no. good offensive line play. And two... It, I didn't even think to even bring that part. The offensive line is just atrocious, but I, you're right. I said it. He has a 0.8 second release time. It sounds fast, guys. It sounds fast. It is double 
the yeah. NFL average, almost triple the NFL average. And the the <clears throat> truthers are all going to point to bad coaching, but we've seen elite rookie quarterbacks, even good rookie quarterbacks, overcome bad coaching. One who comes to mind for me his rookie year, and I know we're not a fan of him on the show, but Baker Mayfield overcame bad coaching that first year. He did. So, and that wasn't a great Browns team surrounding him at that point. Yeah. Fields should be better than this. I mean, that's plainly and simply. Go ahead. I, I was going to say I have the answer to your most uh, pressured yeah. question. So, in terms of pressures, according to Pro Football Focus, Justin Fields is actually sixty, or uh, he has sixty-six total pressures, which is actually twenty-fifth really? among quarterbacks right now. No, I mean he didn't, he didn't play. Two. He didn't. I, I know. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. I'm getting there. There are two quarterbacks tied for the most pressures. Any guess on who they are? got to be Mahomes. It it seems like he's throwing under pressure. Mahomes is day. third actually. Okay. Okay. Mahomes is third. Uh Lawrence? No. Uh Trevor Lawrence is 14th actually with 83. Interesting. Uh, Sam Darnold? Oh, okay, that Sam makes Darnold. Sense. Okay. Baker? Jalen Hurts. Interesting. Now, when you look at quarterbacks who have been sacked the most, the correct answer is Justin Fields okay. at 22. Lamar Jackson, Ryan Tannehill at 21. And then pressure percentage, meaning the number of pressures in accordance with sacks, Fields is uh, slightly ahead of uh, Baker. Literally a third of his pressures have resulted in yeah, sacks. These, these quarterbacks, a lot of the bad quarterback play we're seeing, and I'm not excusing Sam Darnold, but a lot of the bad quarterback play we're seeing, these offensive lines are doing nobody any favors this year. Yeah, your, your pressure percentage is your offensive line i think that's the offensive line statistic the the sacks you take is indicative of quarterback skill I and think. i think those fumbles from field and fumbles, because i yes. think the longer release is giving those players times to knock that ball out of there so it, it looks like he's throwing in slow motion it really yeah. does compared like tom brady who has one of the fastest releases in nfl history at 0.3 seconds fields is almost throwing three times as slower yep like that's crazy uh, and my last one, Julio Jones, if only someone told you before the season that hamstring isn't magically fixed. Correct. He has one double-digit game this year? Yep. Currently wide receiver yeah, I think that six... was, what, week three? Week yeah. two or week three. He's currently wide receiver 68 or 66 in PPR. Uh, and you were drafting him in the top 20. So, sorry. Sorry, guys. I yeah. really, like, I'm just telling you, listen to the show more. Listen to the show next year. You're going to be better off. Um it's it's going to be good. Well, let's I think we all universally were down on Julio. So at least that's a. I think everyone in the show was. Lab. Yeah, I was. I was down. down dead. On, yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was in the grave with Julio. You guys were down on him. I will say, kudos to the show for being down on him. Yeah. All right, let's get into these. Javion, do you trade away Kamara and DeAndre Hopkins for Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, and Calvin Ridley? Um, Ridley is. I'm not going to lie to you. To me, Ridley's a fucking throw in at this point. So to me, it's CMC and Mixon for Kamara and Hopkins. I think that's so much to get back. I, I would take the CMC, Mixon, Ridley. I'm not as nearly as down on Ridley as you guys are. I, I'm not down on Ridley per se. Like he's still getting the targets. It's just at what point does he start turning those targets into legit production? Yeah. From a, a production perspective, this side heavily favors Kamara and Hopkins. And right now I want the pieces that are going to help me because CMC is still out another two weeks at minimum. One week. Yeah, One if he week. comes back or when he comes back 
Uh, no, because he was placed on IR heading into this week. No, last week. No, last week. Was it last week? Yeah, yeah he was put on IR, I think, the Sunday morning like of last okay. week's game. Yeah. yeah <clears throat> but, I mean, even then, that all that means is they act to open the window so he could still miss another three weeks. No, yeah, yeah, he does not, yeah. You know, I mean, Mixon's great, back. but he, his, his, the high-level production from Mixon has all come against really bad teams. I feel like if you need the extra running back depth, then sure, like take the CMC mix inside. But I want the production, so give me Kamara and Hopkins. Ryan, so you said CMC mix. Yeah, I'll take I'll take the three player side. I mean, I'm all for more running backs um, that are really good at this point, but I'll probably stick with Kamara. And again, if you're if you have a winning record, don't break the mold. Like if you have a winning record, continue with the winning record. If you're like three and four, because the rest of your team is kind of slacking a little bit, um, I don't hate the Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon side of things. You should have to wait out the extra presumable week with McCaffrey. I was going to say, and the caveat here, Kamara had his bye week already. That helps. Yes, Yes, that does help. All right, from Alex, another trade question. Austin Eckler and Devonta Smith for Nick Chubb and Calvin Ridley. So we'll start here. Who would you rather have, Austin Eckler or Nick Chubb, Josh? Eckler. Ryan Eckler. I would also rather it, Okay, if it's a standard, which I presume it's exactly. not. If it's, a, if it's a standard, it's Nick Chubb. It's not even close. A- anything else, it's Austin Eckler. Who would you rather have, Calvin Ridley or Devonta Smith? Ryan. Ridley. Josh? Ridley. Okay, so that's the tough part here. Obviously, you're, you're... I would lean the Nick Chubb side of things because you're not losing as much production from Nick Chubb to Eckler as you are from Devonta Smith to Calvary. And there's no guarantee Hunt's back in three or four weeks. So, cause he's definitely going to outplay the three week IR. Yeah. So I think these next four games for Chubb, cause Browns have a week 13 by, I think they're late. Yeah. Yeah. I would go Chubb and Ridley, Josh. Yeah. Chubb and Ridley. I mean, I, I like, I always like getting the better player back, which is the Eckler side, but Smith just isn't doing enough for me right now. So I'll take Chubb and Ridley. Targets are there, just not the production. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my dad, uh, responding to the, yeah, I saw that comment, I pr- yes, made me one. feel better. Yeah. Uh, Chris saying he thinks the lions are better than the bears right now. I mean, the lions put up a decent half against the Rams. So, you're not wrong, I guess. It's just, God, it is, it is tough to say. Yeah, that's, Detroit... that's a race to the bottom. <laughs> yeah, that is a quick race to the bottom, too. Um, Flash Red over on Twitch. Is Derek Carr going to be a top 12 quarterback rest of the season? Fun fact that I learned, he is second in the league in passing yards. Yeah. How about that? Right behind uh, the GOAT, Tom Brady. So, I, I mean... It's a good question. I think it's a fair it's question a to ask. Great question. Great question. I I wouldn't put him I probably put him in like that seven to ten range. I would say yes. I don't it's, see why not. It's not like their their defense has been playing better, but it's not like their secondary and their linebackers can keep up what they're doing against good teams. I think a great way to look at this is I, I brought up the top twelve right now. Who not in the top twelve could overtake him? Maybe Kirk Cousins. And honestly, that's it. So yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of in that same boat. I mean, and we say this all the time about Kirk Cousins. Like, can he be a top 12? Absolutely, because he does it damn near every year. But it's like, all right, who's going to fall out that's going to get hurt because that's just, you know, what happens. 
And right now, Derek Carr is literally sitting at 12. Carson Wentz has looked better. He's not turning the football over, which is good. I think if he gets more touchdowns, he could elevate. Yeah. Um, but literally nobody else under that. I mean, Heineke, Bridgewater, Winston, Darnold, uh, Matt Ryan, maybe if he keeps That's throwing a, the football Ryan. the way that he has been, but... And then if you believe in the Tannehill resurgence, I don't. Russell Wilson, I guess I did miss Russell Wilson. So Russell Wilson could take that back, assuming he comes back and is Russell Wilson again. But that's about yeah, it. Wasn't his finger injury, they listed it like six to eight weeks? No, no, no. no. Uh, I just read about it today. They He got the pins removed yesterday. He's looking very good to come off of IR and play the first week he's eligible. So, Because Russell Wilson's a badass. Yep. Facts. Um. Yeah, I mean, I mean Carr still has a forty-point advantage now. Uh, yeah, well, I don't mean we're not. You got top twelve from this point. Yeah, you got to erase yeah. everything that's already happened. Yeah, so all right, that's fair. I I would say yes, hundred percent. I would say yes. James, start Tampa Bay or the Niners this week. Who are we thinking? I don't know. Tampa is in New Orleans, and Niners are in Chicago. Hmm. If it's a well, I guess sack heavy goes both ways. Um, yeah, it's here's the thing. I, didn't New Orleans just lose Andres Pete too? Yes. That's I guess that what it really comes down to is if you the 49ers are fun and have a ton of upside, I'm not cutting Tampa Bay to get them. If you somehow have them both on roster, I'm fine with running the Niners out there, but I, I'm not gonna make the roster move. I'm not cutting Tampa Bay's defense because they're solid every week. So I'm fine with starting either one. I have them right next to each other in my rankings. I have Tampa Bay at five and or excuse I think it's five and six. So I'll second yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, if you have Tampa, I wouldn't outright release them just for you know the one week against Chicago. I think your better odds of scoring a touchdown, Tampa Bay. So I'll say Tampa Bay in this matchup. Yeah, I'd love to see Levante David back. Oh, my heart, Levante David. Yeah. I love Levante David. Um, Elixirs, Chase Edmonds, Zachary Moss in a standard. Ryan. Because it's standard, you have to go Moss, I feel like. I I feel like this is a good game for Edmonds, mainly because I'm predicting just uh, Arizona beatdown on Thursday night, and I feel like Edmonds is going to get his. Um, but... Moss is scores the touchdowns. That's what it really comes down to. I think he has four or five on the year, whereas Singletary has zero or maybe one. So. Singletary has, has one. Zero. Yeah. Singletary has one against the Dolphins. Receiving, that, right? No, it was. Oh, right. That was the week that Zach Moss didn't play, right? That was no, Zach one. Moss did play. It was just a 51-yard oh, so run. So Singletary oh, got it at midfield. <laughs> Zach Moss, I think, had two touchdowns or one touchdown. In oh, that game. that's right. That's right. That was the game with the fumble, and then he came back and scored the game-winning touchdown. Buffalo scored so. like 45 points that yep. game. They, they smoked them. Um, I'll go Zach Moss because I have Zach Moss on my upside this week because I love the matchup against Miami, and it's in Buffalo this time. Josh? Yeah, I mean, standard, you're still going Moss regardless. I mean, yeah. he's, you know, Edmonds doesn't score touchdowns. So, yeah, uh, I just, it's not, yeah, not close for it's me. Not Moss. From James again, trade Darrell Henderson, David Montgomery, Jerry Judy, and Logan Thomas Whew. for Christian McCaffrey and Brandon Cooks in an eight-man PPR league. So basically, you're getting Christian McCaffrey for Darrell Henderson and David Montgomery. You're getting That's Brandon a lot Cooks. Of injured players. You're getting <laughs> Brandon <laughs> Cooks for Jerry Judy and Logan Thomas. 
I mean, all rosters are stacked in an eight-man league. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey is a difference maker if he comes back and he's Christian McCaffrey. I'll. Oh, and he shut off his <laughs> mic mid-sentence. You mean the CMC side? Okay. Um, I will. Uh, I couldn't I'll, do that again if I tried. Yeah, no, you couldn't. <laughs> I will. I'll also go. The, I mean, I'm. I am in love with Christian McCaffrey, so I will go the Christian McCaffrey side. I'm a little hesitant, but I will go the Christian McCaffrey side because I have a great feeling you could find like 11 wide receivers on waivers right now that that are just good so yeah my thinking here is is if you're trading henderson and monty obviously you haven't been running out monty so who are you playing with henderson because that's essentially who you're playing with cmc at this point i assume it's probably somebody good because it's an eight-man league but like yeah i mean look cmc is the better player right now henderson's performing though so that's so good that definitely makes you think i will say that yeah um did you guys see the story i'm sorry did you see the story from Sean McVay that Cam Akers is recovered enough that they think if they make the yeah. playoffs, Cam Akers Apparently, Sean McVay play? pays way too close attention to fantasy football Twitter and is really just trying to get all of them. <laughs> he would have Holy Derek. Man. He would have Derek Henry and Christian McCaffrey make that yes. trade. Yeah, <laughs> make that trade. Derek Henry will pull the weight you need. I was going to say Henry can carry you anyway. So you're just right. start yeah. one. Just start one running back. This yeah. Year. Um. Cam Akers will not play in the playoffs. Cam Akers is not playing in the playoffs. He, he tore his that. fucking ACL in August. He's not playing in the playoffs. Achilles, um, not even ACL. Oh, Achilles. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. No, that's not happening. Um, over under Kyler, 22 and a half fantasy points Thursday night. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't Four know. Four point per touchdown or six point per touchdown? Over. I don't care. <laughs> no, true. Over. Um, yeah, it's over. Yeah. Um, Green Bay allowed 70 plays to Washington, 60 from what? He's oh, 70 plays, to... 60 plays, so for... 60 from Kyler. Uh, yeah. no, no shot because, uh, Washington was playing from behind. Yeah. Arizona will be playing from ahead. So that is not going to happen. Oh, we have a Brandon Bolden question. Ladies and gentlemen, Brandon Bolden or the quad God himself. <laughs> Mike Davis, who everyone overpaid for. Um, dang, I am going to say Brandon Bolton. Here's here's my issue with this question. Sure. Because it, it, what it seems to be is they wait until right before game time to make either uh, Ramondre Stevens inactive. When Stevenson is inactive, Brandon Bolden goes off because then he becomes the pass catching back. Yeah. But when Stevenson plays, Bolden doesn't typically go off. And New England plays at four. So they don't have to make their announcements <clears> until <throat> after the start of the one o'clock games where Atlanta plays Carolina. Bolden might only play special teams and score more points than Mike Davis. <laughs> <laughs> it's a revenge game. All right. Just throwing that out there. For yeah, Carolina is again. But that that's no. my caveat here. Like for me, the easy answer is Bolden because he's outperforming him. But again, he's not always playing. But neither and is Mike Davis. What, what, what have we yeah, said? neither is Mike Davis. <laughs> what have we said? Like two points from a healthy guy is better than zero points from an inactive. Like yeah, but yeah. but they're you both know. healthy. Well, it will never be inactive. Bolden is their special teams guy. It's just a question of what his role will be. 
Just I'm I'm sorry, real quick. I'm just I'm just. It's either this. Taylor or Stevenson who go inactive. He flips between those two. So yeah, but again, like when oh, I, I understand, you're 100 yeah. right. Yeah. It, when Stevenson's active, he actually plays. When Taylor's active, he that's Bolden plays. Well, here's the thing. So. I actually expect a good game out of the Chargers defense. And if there's a ton of pressure on Mac Jones, that's going to be Bolden on the field more as well to protect him. So. I still think it's a very risky play, but yes, I'm going Bolden here as well. <laughs> I love that Josh gave just, all that to agree. Brandon Bolden has Mike Davis just he's uh, he has already lost that role to Cordell Patterson. I put out an article for football guys this week. Mike Davis is probably a drop in every format at this point. <laughs> Brandon Bolden had had more fantasy points last week than Mike Davis has had in the last two weeks of play. And he's only and Brandon Bolden last week only put up three less fantasy points than Mike Davis has in the last three weeks of fantasy. Yeah, just, you can't compare a big game to Mike Davis. Well, that's so. what I'm saying. I mean, it's still a week to week game. So even yeah. if Bolden puts up a zero this week, that's that's still going to be true. But it doesn't help you this week. So I'm just I'm just saying, Brandon Bolden. I would go with Brandon Bolden. Um, next one. Chris, with Mark Ingram in New Orleans now, is he or David Johnson worth a bench spot? Asking for a friend. Uh, David Johnson is more worth a bench spot because he catches passes. Yep. I actually had a follower ask that same question today. It's David Johnson. Yeah. From Will, thoughts on Hilton if he plays this week? I assume T.Y. Hilton. If he does start, needs two. Uh, A.J. Green, Emmanuel Sanders, Cortland Sutton, T.Y. Hilton. Man, how the I mean, mighty have fallen it. with Cortland Sutton getting thrown in this mix. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why we're second guess. Who's Denver playing this week? Washington. Yeah, why are we yeah, second guessing the, the, Cortland Sutton here? Because Jerry Judy's supposed to come back this week. I don't care. Why are we second guessing Cortland yeah. Sutton here? Again, it, it. This is this is how the minds work of fantasy yeah. players. They saw Cortland Sutton get. They they saw Sutton out snap Jerry Judy in week one. And Jerry Judy outperformed Sutton in week one. Yeah. So now, because Judy has been out this entire time, oh, Judy's coming back. Judy's going to be more productive than Sutton. I personally don't think that's the case. I've been Sutton over Judy from the get-go. I think, I honestly, I like both of them this weekend. I still like Tim Patrick. Washington's been bad. They're so bad. I think Sutton is a start. I think it's very hard to bench Emmanuel Sanders with what that Buffalo offense has been doing, so. especially against Miami. And Miami's defense has been so yeah. bad. I, let's be honest here. You have four unbelievable matchups. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. Like AJ four Green, great matchups. AJ Green's going to see five targets. It's just does he find the end zone or not? And it's so hard predicting that with that damn offense. Yeah, I would personally bank on the volume and go Sutton and Sanders at this point. That's what I would. I do. would do that as well. Um. I have Michael Pittman but, as my upside receiver. Say, this if week, so. will, if you are worried about Jerry Judy pivoting to AJ Green, there are worse pivots. Yeah, I don't think we're I'll pivoting to Hilton because I think Pittman is pretty well establishing himself. Yeah, De- isn't DeAndre Hopkins? And I know he's listed as questionable every week, but didn't they just drop a questionable tag on him today too? Yep. This I'm going to throw just a, an interesting thing out. This is the kind of week where if we're right and they get out to a big lead. They could sit Hopkins and then Green becomes the guy on the outside there. And that makes it, I, I know that's just making the decision harder. I would still go Sanders and Sutton, but I will not be surprised if AJ Green scores a touchdown this week. 
I'm going Sanders and Sutton as well. My upside receiver for the Colts this week is Pittman. <coughs> I'm dying. Good Lord, man. It's the I curse think, of T.Y. Uh, Hilton. You turned your back on <laughs> It was funny. If, if I could talk. I oh, this is two that, out of three weeks. Joe is just dying on the show. Yeah. I was going to say, if I could talk, that was T.Y. Hilton coming. Yeah, that was T.Y. Hilton coming at me. <laughs> okay. While I recover. Cooks, Higgins, or Judy in a standard? Ryan. I'm not ready to gamble on Judy first week back. I'm actually a little down on Higgins this week, but out of this group, I would go Higgins. I mean, they play the Jets, so rightfully so, but I would go Higgins as well, Josh. It's it's amazing how uh, everybody turned their back on Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Oh, he's a must start. He's quarterback proof, blah, blah, blah. Now nobody wants to touch him. Yeah. Turns out, turns out Davis Mills is quarterback, <laughs> quarterback proof. <laughs> Davis Mills is um, proof, I think. Yeah. Brandon, uh, I, I really don't like Higgins' matchup. I, I just think they're just going <clears> to <throat> run all over the Jets, and this is what teams do. But God, it's hard to, to sit away from potential 15 targets. I don't care if it's only six catches. Give me yeah. Higgins. Yeah, Higgins. <laughs> Forgive Jonah, would you trade Travis Kelsey and Miles Sanders for Kyle Pitts and Delvin Cook in a PPR? Wow. I, w- I would. Yeah. I, uh, right I now, would. I would, yeah. So I'm going to be honest. Later. I saw the first half of this question and stopped reading it because I'm like, there's no way you're going to talk me into trading Travis Kelsey. I should have finished the question because, yes, <laughs> I'll, I'll move Kelsey in that deal. I love Pitts. That kid is special. I was not nearly as on board enough as I should have been. Pitts is a wide receiver. I will say what he's done the last two weeks have been against two really, yeah. really Now, really what I really want to – so, okay, I don't follow the Falcons very closely at all. I have never seen Pitts. Do you have – Josh, do one of the sites we subscribe to, how often does he actually line up at tight end? Because I don't never, think I can tell you. Never. And – how quickly does that change? Because when he gets into contract talks, he's going to want to be called a wide receiver. <laughs> All right. Well, All right, doesn't Kelsey see. make 15? I think Kelsey's the exception, not the rule. No, I know, but Travis Kelsey's the... Yeah, that's true. That's the level. So if he wants to get paid like that, he's going to probably ask for 18. It's, yeah, that's what cool. I'm saying. So he's probably going to get paid like a top-tier receiver regardless. But yes... Is a good point to see where he lines. He up. is lining up in line through six games, only twenty-seven percent. I knew it. He lined- <laughs> like I've, I've seen so many plays, and he's never. He looks like Julio out there. He looks like Julio. Oh my god! Last week, yeah. last week was his fewest routes yeah. from that, or, or the least surprising thing he, you've ever said. <laughs> it's it's almost like. Someone said that when they traded Julio, Kyle Pitts would fill oh, the Julio it, Joe. Everyone role. said that. <laughs> no, you guys, yes. did, you guys did not agree on on that day when Julio was traded, and we did the next show. You guys did not agree with that statement. You want I know for a fact you didn't agree with that statement. You said he might slide out there a few times, but he's still going to play tight end. I said no, he will fill the Julio role. You guys did not adamantly agree with that. I know that I for a fact. I don't agree with you, but let's just move on. I'm just saying you did not agree with that adamantly. Now I feel like going to pull the receipts. Jesus. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying. Jesus, that doesn't make the trade like at all. Yeah. Because we were all high on uh, Hayden Hurst being yeah. the, the actual tight end in this offense. 
I wouldn't say we were high. We just well, said Ryan Cole, and I were, or at least we just I was. said we said Cole Komet was being drafted 300 spots ahead <laughs> yeah. of Hayden that Hurst, and that yeah. he shouldn't be. Uh, Carrington, there's a dude rebuilding in his dynasty league. He's put Allen Robinson on the trade block. What kind of pick would you a fourth? <laughs> dude, it's have you seen how fucking bad that team is? I mean, um, Robinson's gone next year, regardless. In a dynasty, yeah. I'd throw a second. I throw yeah, a third. I, I think a second is. It should be able to get the deal done. I mean, you're you're gonna find some Robinson managers that are very very frustrated, and they'll they'll take just about anything. I I will say that I think it was within. And Chris, I know you're in the chat, so you can probably uh, vouch for this one. Uh, but I I traded a first in 2023 for Allen Robinson after like I think it was like three or four weeks of this season, um, which in hindsight probably not very smart seeing as how this season has gone, but. Uh, I needed some depth and you know, whatever. I've got a contending yeah. team, so it doesn't matter. I'm me. worried that the Allen Robinson managers are being greedy right now because I caught a lot of shit for calling Allen Robinson a drop candidate in redraft this week. <laughs> so. Well, Carrington. I know you're right. Instagram famous now. On the I am. Yeah. <laughs> Carrington, you did the right thing in offering him a bag of chips. Yeah, um, that's a good that's, starting point. That's literally what he's worth. I would, I would throw a third. Throw a third. I'm fine with paying a second, especially if you yeah. Third, I'll tell you, third's not going to get it done. Yeah, a second if, depending on where you it don't know. Potentially you line. don't. I said, I said, I don't think don't it know. will, but it could. Yeah, I don't but feel like all you're, you're doing is by throwing a third, you're risking pissing the manager off to the point where you're not going to get him for quote a bag of chips and then a second round pick. If you're a contending, that second is a late second anyway. So exactly. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that in my trade today with Josh, where I sent him Randall Cobb for a 2023 fourth. Hey, I uh, threw out a fifth rounder. I was like, whatever. I just need somebody for this yeah. week. Josh threw coming back for a third. Well, I came back with it. You want to know what I, I, I know the psychology behind that. I knew you didn't have a, I knew you didn't have a fourth for next year. So if I came back with a third, I'm like, cool. Maybe he's that desperate this week. And he's a contender that he, that he'll give away this third for Randall Cobb. If not, I know he's going to counter with next year's fourth round pick. That's exactly what you did. So, so you played him boom. because it's a fourth round pick. I don't really care about four. Yeah. Round it's a fourth picks. round pick. I wanted a fourth this year from you. You don't have one. So I was like, all right, let's try a third. You didn't go for it. That's fine. Um, flash red, Michael Carter or Devonte Smith in the flexi. Why am I blanking on who the Eagles played Detroit, right? Yeah. The uh, game we're going to Devonta lose. Smith. If it's Carter was targeted like 10 times last week, <laughs> he had 18 points or something. Yeah. yeah. I I'm a big Michael Carter guy, but I would still go Smith. Josh. I would go Smith. I, this needs to be Smith's breakout game against the lions. It needs to be, especially without Miles Sanders. But everyone's yeah. I, I think you'll get that. solid production from Carter too if you really don't trust Devontae. Flash red, I just I really want you to learn how to spell Devonta's first name because that just ain't right. <laughs> De, De, De Vinti. I think he was thinking Devonta. And just for that, play Michael Carter, damn it. Put some respect I, on Devonta's name. <laughs> I think he was trying to spell Devonta, but in his head he was thinking Da Vinci. I'm so, not gonna. I'm not gonna call anybody out today. But I read a DFS article by a competitor. Call out. No, I won't. It's it's very rude. But 
I've never seen so many names spelled incorrectly in my entire life. And it, I'm now realizing more and more how much that just kills your credibility. <laughs> Call them out. No. I'll Call tell you guys out. after the show. Call nope. them out. They're friends. Bitch. Call them out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, boss man fat. Good to see you in here again, buddy. Devontae L. Cole Beasley or um, Melgo at the, uh, at the flex. Um, I would roll Beasley. I don't like Melvin Gordon's matchup against the um, uh, mm, the Washington football Washington. team. Yeah, I would go Beasley as well. Yep, Beasley. Okay. From G, Mr. Tunyon or Ooh. Hunter Henry and a peeper? That's another one. I, I know that's how it's pronounced, but G, come on, spell it correctly. It's T-O-N. That's why he, st- God, he did it like that. Yeah, see, I'm pretty sure we're... Jesus. Yeah. Um, Tunyon or Hunter I would. I mean, at this point, if MVS doesn't play... Mm. With Johnny Smith out, I don't think you can bench Henry at this point. Titans yeah, but, are so but, bad. But Hunter Henry and they're not playing the Titans. They're playing the Chargers. The fuck are you talking about? Johnny Smith is out, thus helping Hunter Henry. I said I don't think you can bench Hunter Henry at this point. Oh, I thought you said I thought you said against the Titans. No, 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 no. I thought I heard against the Titans. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Um I, I have Henry as an upside play. I'm going to lean here. But I know again, everybody wants Arizona. Arizona does really well against tight ends. They do. They so do. I will not be shocked if Tunyon goes off just from the simple fact that they have nobody else. But do not be surprised if he gets shut down because Arizona is really good against the tight ends. I had to do some research on Tunyon this week. In the games where he did not score a touchdown, he doesn't score three fantasy points. Yeah, so he bad. either scores or does nothing. In the two games that Adams missed last year, Tunyon had, I think, 11 catches, 143 yards. Oh, interesting. Good pull. Jono is not officially out yet. There's just no, no word on him. Um, I assume as reports come in, Throughout yeah. the week, we'll yeah. get some updates. But hey, Hunter Henry revenge game. That's right, Hunter Henry revenge game. Um, and he scored in four straight weeks. So he has, yeah, all in the red zone. Brad uh, from Brad Montgomery, which side, Mixon in Bolden or Jonathan Taylor? Jonathan, oh, Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. Taylor. I, there's no question for me. Every on that one. day Always. of the week, it's Jonathan Taylor. It was um the the Colts Twitter put out a graphic today of like basically hinting towards it's going to be a ridiculous matchup on the ground this week between, excuse me, between Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry. I am going to pull up the graphic right now, but it's, it's ridiculous how productive Jonathan Taylor is on just so so many less carries than Derrick oh, Henry. My, my so most disgusting pull of the week was that Jonathan Taylor only has 13 more carries, I think it is, than Mark Ingram on the season. It, it's yeah, gross. I remember you pulled that out before the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so, so in 105 attempts, which is fourth most in the NFL, Jonathan Taylor has the second most rushing yards at 579. Derrick Henry, obviously, is first in both categories, but just to show you how much Derrick Henry gets handed the football, Jonathan Taylor is fourth with 105 attempts. Derrick Henry is first with 191 rushing yeah, attempts. Almost double. He he could very well top 400 this year with the extra week. Um, and he has 869 rushing yards. Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, he five could end and, this week at over 1,000 rushing yards. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor, 
averages five and a half yards per carry. Yep. You could hand the ball to Jonathan Taylor, and it would if you started on the twenty-five yard line, it would take you thirteen <laughs> plays to get in the end zone. If you just hand it to Jonathan Taylor every play. Here's a here's a fun poll about Derrick Henry versus the Indianapolis Colts. His last four games, 149 rushing yards, 103 rushing yards, 178 rushing yards, 113 rushing yards. And, and here's the thing: so those last you're four saying games bet Derrick Henry over 100 rushing. And I was just gonna say, game. and those last four games have come when the Colts are good against the running back. So even though we're gonna say the Colts are good against the running back, They're it doesn't matter. Back. They're not good against the running back. Oh, yeah, Jonathan Taylor, not even close. Yeah, um, get JT. No one wants Allen Robinson in this league. He's on waivers for the third time. See, and I love hearing that because, like I said, I'm 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 in hot water with some casuals right now. So. With some cash. Um, Brandon, would you guys do D Hop for Mixon or maybe D Hop for Darrell Henderson? I wouldn't do D Hop for anybody. Mixon is kind of enticing, but I really wouldn't do D Hop for anybody unless you really need a running yeah. back, then I would go for Joe Mixon. I was going to say, yeah, I'm curious to see what your other wide receivers are. That's yeah. all I would need to know. And who, yeah. More importantly, who your other running backs are, because why do you need this running back? Um, I personally would prefer Henderson. He's been more consistent. Brandon, I have a very important question. You have the exact spelling and name of my middle brother. Are we related? <laughs> <laughs> are we related? Um <laughs> Yeah, if you need if you need running backs, Mixon would be the floor for DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I would. I personally would do Mixon for DeHop. I'm I'm running backs all day long. So. Yeah, uh, we won't answer this one for Faith. Hey, She's saying, would you drop on, Andrews man. for Fant? We'll just let Brad come answer on. it. Don't drop Andrews. Drop somebody for Fant. Do yeah. not. Oh my God! It is my brother. Since when do you play fantasy, dude? <laughs> what if he's lying to you right now? What if he's lying to you right now? <laughs> That'd be amazing. Is, but now I'm so fucking curious. That'd be amazing. Um, Brad, you said it. Fans a great replacement, but do not drop Mark Andrews. That's correct. <laughs> you definitely have a wide receiver on your team that you could drop and no one would be rushing to pick up. 100%. I'm curious to know what kind of league this is, Faith. Because I know fan you play a lot. Of waivers. That's yeah, exactly fans on waivers. Yeah, fans on waivers. Yeah. Elixir says he once again needs a tight end since the Raiders are on a bye. Uh, Robert Tunyon, Tyler Conklin, Jared Cook, or Cole Komet. I will spoil my upside tight end. I like Tyler Conklin this week because the Vikings are knee- going to need also, to throw the football. Also spoiling my stream of the week tight end. <laughs> Tyler Conklin. Josh, there you go. spoiling your... Uh, I, well, I'm, d- I'm down on Komet this week. I'm uh, Cook is actually my fade this week. Uh, I don't hate Conklin's matchup. Uh, I, and again, I've, I've said it before. I, I don't like Tunyon's matchup. But they have no one else to throw yeah, to. Yeah, that's literally the half. Like, I, I would go Tunyon in this spot. And I, I know mean, it's risky, but yeah, I, w- I would go Tunyon here. Because uh, Conklin's like the fourth option in that passing offense. Tunyon might be the first. Oh, well, Osborne's the third. I take that back. No, um, well, Cook, Thielen, Jefferson. Uh, I, you could argue Conklin's fifth behind Osborne. I, I don't care. They're going to need to throw to him. Like they're good. I'm like, not saying they won't throw to him. I'm yeah. saying that Tunyon has a higher chance of seeing more targets. And sure. you always no, yeah. want to chase volume. Yep. So. Higher volume at that point. All right. We got to fly through some of these because we are 56 minutes in. This is great. I love um, it. Okay. Uh, Parker, do you trade? Does he trade Eckler for Aaron Jones and Calvin Ridley? He's three and four. He has Devonta Adams, Keenan Allen, Antonio Brown. 
His running backs are Darrell Williams, CEH, and Mike Davis. You already have three great receivers. You don't need a fourth one, so I would stick with Eckler. Because... There's a chance AB is going to be out for quite some time. I don't yeah. care. You have Devontae Adams and Keenan Allen. Who's also out this week. <laughs> Keenan Allen's out this week? No, no Adams. Devontae Adams. Oh, I was like, what are you talking about? Um, I, I don't care. Ad Adams is out with COVID. As great as Eckler is, like Aaron Jones isn't bad, and you're no. getting a potential top yeah. 12 receiver the rest of the year. Let's like. keep one thing in mind. If you can get this trade done before Thursday, we are hitting on Robert Tunyon. It's Aaron, Aaron Jones, Jones who yeah. is benefiting this week. No, not so. not from the run game, from the 20 yeah. targets. Aaron Jones should be hit 10 targets. We should see a yeah. uh, Alvin Kamara game. Yeah, I, th this is one of those. This is one of those instances where, look, it sucks to lose a running back as good as Eckler. Yeah, but you're not falling that far off at running back, and you're improving a lot at wide receiver. Yeah, I make the trade. I, I would do this deal. Okay, do the trade. What do I know? What do I know, Parker? <laughs> make the trade. Um, just know I was I was on the back burner on this trade. Um, I do like Aaron Jones, Calvin Ridley. I just don't think you need to move because you got some good wide receivers there. I love uh, that we were flying through these until we disagreed with Joe. Yep. 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 I I run the show. Uh, from my brother, Funyan Tanyan, uh, RSJ, Dan Arnold, Komet, Moose Usoma, or Mo Ali Cox, saying he clearly needs help um, with this. I like. I was actually contemplating between Conklin and Fryermuth as my upside, so I will go Pat Fryermuth. Oh, you're getting different answers from everyone because Josh is going to lean Tunyon, and I'm going to say yep. Uzoma. So great, fantastic. Um, Sorry. Fl G flip three coins. Pick Have your favorite rock, host. Rock, rock, <laughs> paper, scissors with yourself, and just do kind of a best of three tournament. You okay? Shut up. Shut up, you <laughs> idiots. Really. Really? This, this is the kind of show we're doing now? 59 <laughs> minutes in. This is the kind of show we're doing now? Apparently, you did it. Jeez. Just so everyone knows, I'm 15 years younger than these idiots right here. Okay? Right. 15 years younger. If, I'm okay if, with it. If, if, if anyone ever tells you that men grow up, it is false. We don't. That is, it is <laughs> so false. We just act more professional in social situations. We are not. We are not grown up in the slightest. You, if you crack a sixty-nine joke, we're dead on the floor. I was gonna say, done. <laughs> nice. done. For, for those for those tuning in on Spotify, find us on YouTube. Look at the fifty-eight yeah, minute, minute mark and, half minute and, mark and watch yeah. Joe's screen. Yeah, and you'll you'll find it. You'll find it. <laughs> Uh, last one from Faith. Does she drop Drake for or Ayuk? Oh no. Do I drop Drake or Ayuk? Yeah. In a it's redraft for the Noah Fant trade. Drop Brandon Ayuk. Oh, a Brandon Ayuk. Yep. Hundred yep. percent. Um. Okay. That is all we have. Here we go. We're gonna fly through the upside downsides. Let's do it. Because then we got a jersey to give away, right? Yes. Yes, sir. Wait, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Here it is. Javante Williams signed University of North Carolina jersey. White too. That's that's hot. The white. That's nice. Styling. Okay. Here we go, Josh. You put up a goose egg in the upside column last week. You're 13, 13, and two on the season. You got Kirky Bird at home against Dallas on Mon on Sunday Night Football. Excuse me, Jamal Williams against the Eagles, Eman Sanders against the Dolphins, and Hunter Henry in Los Angeles against the Chargers. Ryan, you were 500 last week, 12 and 16 on the season. Carson Wentz against Tennessee, Michael Carter against Cincinnati, Chase Claypool in Cleveland, Tyler Higby in Houston. I was 4-0 last week. I tell you every week, listen to me in the upsides, not the downsides. 17-11 uh, and 11 on the season. I got Mac Jones this week. 
Zach Moss uh, against Miami, Michael Pittman against Tennessee, and Tyler Conklin against the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Downsides: Josh one and three last week, sixteen and twelve on the season. You got two a T in Buffalo. Nick Chubb against Pittsburgh, noting uh, Pittsburgh is not allowed in RB one week at all. In the highest finish was RB seventeen to Alex Collins. Brandon Cooks against the Rams and Jared Cook against the New England Patriots. Ryan won two and one last week, 13, 14, and one on the season. You got A Rod tomorrow night against the Cardinals, Alex Collins against Jacksonville, T Higgins in New York against the Jets, and either Logan Thomas or Ricky Seals Jones yeah. against the Denver Broncos, basically whoever's the tight end one. Um, shockingly, I was the best on the downsides last week, two and two, <laughs> nine, 18, and one. I am swinging for the fences two years in a row. Yes, you are. <laughs> Justin Herbert. This one I think is going to bite you because I looked oh, at it and I was like, listen, no, listen. he's not doing it. It's not going to happen to you two times in a row. <laughs> listen, I was going to I was going to finish this off. Justin Herbert against the Wingham Patriots. Will it happen two years in a row? No. Am I going to be unbelievably ecstatic if it does two years in a row? Yeah. I yes. think you mean unbelievably obnoxious if it yeah. happens. Two unbelievably years in a row. ecstatic. <laughs> yes. Um, I, yeah, I, I do think Herbert has a top 15 week against the Patriots, but on the off chance, he doesn't. Um, Javante Williams at home against the Washington football team. Mike Williams against New England. I like Keenan Allen. Don't like Mike Williams because I've told you in the past, J.C. Jackson plays better against bigger body receivers that aren't the best route runners in the world. Keenan Allen would smoke him. Dalton Schultz, <clears throat> excuse me, in Minnesota. Um, yes, he's been getting a lot of targets, but Harrison Smith and Eric Kendricks are Fairly good football players. So, stream of the week, Ryan has Daniel Jones in Kansas City, Tyler Conklin in Dallas, the Seahawks at home against Jacksonville. Damn, should I drop the Seahawks because I'm trying to lose in the Dynasty League? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're my defense right now. Um, and my kicker of the week is not Justin Tucker or Daniel Carlson because they're on a bye. There you go. Nailed it. Uh, Josh's thrive pick is non-existent. I'm literally pulling it up right now. Hang on. Because I, he's uh, upset about his loss last week. But Ryan... Uh, Chase Edmonds over 35 rushing yards at even money, 100 points. And I have A.J. Green over 40 and a half receiving yards at 95 points. This is for if you play Thrive's props tomorrow night for the Thursday game. I'll swing for the fences. Robert Tunyon over 40 and a half. Ooh, 125, right? Points. I, I was looking one. at that and thinking about that as well. Um, so Robert Tunyon I, I've over. I've the Robert Tunyon drum all, all, there you all go. show, so I got to stick with it. Robert Tunyon over 40 and a half receiving yards for 125. That's a big swing for the fences. If you haven't signed up with Thrive yet, you can use the code CLUB. They'll match your first deposit up to $100, and it matches instantly as well. All you have to do is minimum deposit 15 bucks in there, and they'll match it instantly. So if you want to play in the $20 buy-in for tomorrow night, deposit 15 They'll match it immediately, and you already have funds in there that you can play for. Yep. Uh, and these are our picks. Uh, Josh, 5-2 and two in the season. Ryan and I are 3-4. and four. We've, We all had a terrible week last week. That Thursday game was... Yeah, I don't think anybody won money on that Thursday game last week. That was awful. Um, Did not go as scripted. (laughs) Yeah, did not go as scripted. Last question before we get to the jersey giveaway from Brad. Do we like Amari Rogers or Robert Woods more this week? That's interesting. So Amari Rogers presumably filling in as the third receiver in this offense or Robert Woods against. Is it Amari Rogers or is it Amari Cooper? I'm going to go with Amari Rogers. Oh, it's got to be Amari Cooper. I don't think anybody's taking that big of a swing on Amari Rogers. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, I was so going to say Woods against Houston sounds like a smash for me. So that, that's kind of what I was getting at. So, yeah, yeah Amari, Cooper. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Right. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. I, thought, I, thought, I was like, I thought we were really 
Yeah, that's really a big like, swing. I really say, calling up the nine-hole hitter who's batted 160 all season and telling him to hit a grand slam. Like, I thought that's what we were doing. <laughs> hey, sometimes you need those big swings, you know? <laughs> I, I thought we were calling up Stephen Drew to hit one dead center, and odds were very slim. Um, I would go with Amari Cooper in this situation. I agree. I don't think Woods is going to be very needed. Yeah, and, and that's yeah. the thing is – LA might get up on Houston 21 nothing in the first quarter and their passing game might be non-existent at that point so yeah I'm gonna go Cooper too I I, I do like Woods both have Woods to me has a better matchup but I way think better matchup ripped, it'll sway more towards Amari Cooper yep. in this one. way better matchup if Pat Pete's healthy as well I'm not sure if he's healthy um he's played well this season so yep and the legend Steven Drew, G gets the reference. Steven Drew batted 120 for the Red Sox or something. Oh, what a terrible, terrible player. All right, Josh, who's winning our jersey? All right. So first thing I want to point out, I have, let's see, 96 names out of the 256 that currently subscribe to YouTube. 56? Wow, we crushed. Yeah. yeah, so we picked up five more before the show even started today, which Love is fantastic. It. And not a single one of their profiles is public, oh which hurts me because I cannot enter you to win this because you don't show me that you subscribed, and that hurts. But that's okay. If you don't, if you're not on the list right now, I'm sorry, but hey, show us some sort of screenshot. Send it to myself, Joe, Ryan, even Faith on Twitter. Uh, Instagram, wherever you guys follow us, send it to the Club Fantasy FFL handles on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It doesn't matter. Yep. I want to make sure that going forward, because literally, guys. Yeah, once you're in, you're in. An you entire box full of stuff right here that I have to give Literally away. labeled YouTube giveaways. Yes. There's all kinds of stuff, and I want to give you guys this stuff for supporting us. So please, sh- sh- prove, show verification of some kind. So, hey, dude, I, you know what? I'm pulling for you. I would very much love for it to be somebody that's been in the chat, not only today, but over the last, I don't know, six, eight weeks. Yeah, what are we now? Eight weeks in, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, folks. Here we go. Congrats and good luck to everybody. Let's see who wins it. Wow, there are so many small names here. So many names. Yeah. That's a good thing, right? We got, we got, we got, we got, oh. What is it? That's Tommy Brad. Brad. I'll figure out who Brad is. I don't know if it's Brad I, Montgomery, but it's Brad somebody. So I hope it's Brad. I will we'll, track you down if you're not listening. Well, and re- we'll figure remove, something out. Uh, remove, remove this, and see if there is another Brad on the wheel. Because that would, and you can you can look at it as I do my outro, but see if there's another Brad on the wheel. Because if not, that could is be uh, Brad Montgomery. That is Amari. That is Amari Rogers. Brad Montgomery's jersey. Um, <laughs> Assuming you subscribe, Brad. If you haven't, don't do it now. That's yeah, don't do it now. Well, yeah, <laughs> don't do it now. Well, he, he wouldn't have even been in in the wheel. But my guess is maybe. Um, okay. I don't see it, Brad. Elixirs with the quick math. One point zero seven percent easy. Perfect. With the quick math. G, G chiming in quick maths. Um, so real quick, if I cannot track you down within a week, I will spin the wheel again. Spin again next week. Because again, I'm going to make sure that somebody's winning this jersey. So Yes. 
as much as I very much love to keep it. And I know my roommate's a big college guy too. And he loves to <laughs> And I have plenty of jerseys back here that need more people to surround them. I have four more as well that you guys can't see in front of me. I just so. have a championship belt. I have a championship belt, man. I was I was so angry because in the Sunday night game, I was beating Stoner by by two points. He had DeForest Buckner on the last drive, and DeForest Buckner got his only sack of the game and it put him ahead. I was pissed. What's pissed. it called when you win all of your games and haven't lost any yet? Undefeated. That's what I am. You're in undefeated in Foride? Yeah, seven and zero. Oh. That's what joke. I does. That's a joke. Okay, Jorge is Jorge's five and two, and he has like the seventh most points for. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. Nate, Nate Markham's in my division, and he is doing absolutely third, and has just a great team. So, G and Elixirs are forming, and uh, I see this. That's called for, evidence, boys. We don't want to put that for, in the live. Forming chat. a revolution to take down Brad, <laughs> to take him out. So, Brad, beware. Um, tomorrow night, special time, 7 p.m. Eastern, week eight of DFS and chill. Ryan and Kira are back. This week's guest is John Hesterman, DFS writer with Fantasy Pros and Dynasty writer with Dilf. I really wish it was DILF. That would just make it so much better. It's DLF, but DILF is funnier. Uh, also starts a different day on Saturday. Um, I will not be there this week. Uh, I am out in Los Angeles to see the Chargers play the Patriots, or the Patriots play the Chargers, actually. Um, this week's guest, though, Chris Allen from 4 for 4 Football and NBC Sports Edge and Football Guys. Um, also my uh, division mate in Scott. Yes. Fishbowl. And Scotty fish. Also Josh's division mate. Um, that's all I got. Anything I missed? No. What a good show. It was, it was fun. What an Thank electric you guys for show. joining us. Yes. Great crowd interaction. We always love answering you guys questions. That's we, honestly, we love that. We that's don't, why have we to do get, this. Yes. Why we love that. We don't have to get to our show sheet. Yep. Um, yep. Cause it used to be us literally talking off our show sheet last season. And now it's, not talking off our show sheet at all, which is great. We love to see that. Um, all right. You can we got two short videos dropping tomorrow. Uh, we're we're going to do, oh, Captain, my captain, myself and Doug, uh, previewing the Thursday game. Ryan's stream of the week will be dropping as well. Yep. And look out for his Thrive videos on Saturday. Saturday. A lot of good content coming your way. Yeah. I say, did well again last week. Three out of five on the top five, but... If you're not doing Thrive's prop lobby, check it out because when you get weird little things like it's raining cats and dogs in San Francisco, <laughs> you can bet on yeah. unders on the quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> um, and maybe an OnlyFans coming soon because yeah, we're go. all <laughs> immature here at this point. Um, it's only rock, paper, scissor battles. <laughs> well, that took Ryan off screen. <laughs> I, I knew that one would get right. I, I found this clip two years ago. I know we're way over time, but I found Who this cares? clip two years ago where Case Keenum was still playing for the Broncos and he's literally at the line of scrimmage and his audible was this. And I said, Case Keenum, no. Oh, wait, <laughs> like, wait you've, never, you've never seen the Chris Bosh champagne celebration? You've never seen <laughs> That's the Chris Bosh champagne celebration. I put it out on Twitter. I think it's the most interaction I've ever gotten on Twitter before. Yeah, I was like, no. It's the Chris Bosh champagne celebration. I'm pretty sure he did that after the Heat think, won. What was it? The 2012, 2013? That's the Devil's Triangle, Joe. Look it no, up. no, that's not the Devil's Triangle. <laughs> Ryan, that's the Chris Bosh champagne celebration. For those of you not religious, you can understand the Devil's Triangle once you read a Bible. Um, Oh, what about, oh, wow. And my seat just got upgraded for my flight. Oh, what, what an electric day. All right. Um, 
Uh, do I even want an outro? Do I even want an outro <laughs> yeah, just, at this point? Shut her down. Do I even want an outro? Again, I'm Apo- 23. These Apology. guys are almost 40. So just get that out of the way. You can follow Club Fantasy on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Club Fantasy FFL. The URL is OnlyFans.com slash Club Fantasy FFL. <laughs> no, Club Fantasy FFL.com is the URL. Um, Always remember, defense wins championships, offense wins fantasy football. We will all see you next week, same time, same place, tomorrow night with Ryan and Kiera, Josh and Ryan on Saturday with Faith. You'll see me on Sunday if you're on Instagram, if you have any last-minute questions, live from SoFi Stadium. I can show you guys what it looks like from probably the roof where I'm sitting. Um, But going to be a lot of fun. Uh, We will see you guys next week.